Welcome to the Coffee with Jesus podcast, where together we will fill our cups with a whole lot of Jesus. I'm your host, Jessica Noring. Let's get ready to dig deep. Hello, everyone. It's been a while. I am uh, recording right now a couple days before Mother's Day. And so I'm just wanting to have a quick shout out for all you moms out there that you're amazing. You are a light to this world and God sees you. I know that uh, being a mom myself can feel at times like um, it's mundane or very challenging and also filled with beautiful, joyful moments and everything in between. And so I just want to encourage you this podcast and this introduction that God sees you, you are making an amazing impact in the kingdom of God, and you are creating and making world changers and partnering with Christ to do that. And that is no small task. It is something that God sees and God honors. And we just lift you up today, moms, and we want you to know how much we love you and appreciate you and how much God loves you and sees you where you're at in whatever season you're in, whether it's a diaper stage or you're an empty nester, uh, whatever it may be, God sees all the heartache. He sees all of the joys, and he is with you in it. And that's just something I really felt strongly to say. The second thing I wanted to encourage all moms with is this quick story And I shared it in an email, I think, last week to everyone, but I wanted to reiterate it again. I was rocking my newborn daughter probably about two months ago, and I was just in the thick of the newborn stage, postpartum, all of those things, and healing from the birth. And I was just having a tough time, and I was really anxious, and I was just praying this prayer in my heart, Lord, show me, you know comfort me, show me your love, something similar to that. And in that moment, I just sensed him say in my spirit that just as you hold your daughter, I hold you, I see you, and I love you. And I just want to share that because as moms, I think it's easy and we're so busy that it's easy to forget that we are children too and that we are God's precious daughters, and that he sees us, he holds us, he wants to comfort us when we're hurting, he wants to share in our joys, in our struggles, and I don't know who needs to hear that, but I definitely needed it, so I thought it may encourage someone else that God is our Heavenly Father, and he sees us as precious daughters and that we need to be held to, that we need to be cared for and we need to be nurtured just as we nurture our children, just as we're there for them. I hope that encourages you as well because it definitely did for me. So let um, that just sink in today that you are loved and you are a child, a precious daughter of Jesus and he loves you. Uh, Before we get started in kind of tandem with this, it's perfect for um, Mother's Day and talking about all of us being Uh, made in the image of God, and something that has just been so strongly on our hearts as a ministry, we can't ignore it uh, any longer. So I really want to talk about it before diving in today because it is very relevant to what we'll be talking about today, but um, it is the topic of sex trafficking, human trafficking, and it is something that has just been breaking our hearts as a ministry, um, as a church, um, whole as a body of Christ. And I wanted to just share a little bit about that today 
um, and some ways that we can get involved to stop this and to really take a stand for Christ. So if you aren't aware of kind of the brevity or the the severity of this, it's uh, estimated that more than 40 million victims are are trapped in human trafficking in the world today. Um, It generates more than $150 billion annually. And trafficking has been reported not only around the world, but in all 50 states of the United States. And the USA leads all other nations in consumption. This is so hard for me to talk about. Um, One in four victims is a child, and seven in ten victims are female. And I don't know where uh, you stand on knowing this information or where you stand um, in general about this topic, but I just know that as a ministry, we are um, being tugged on from God to, to share about it, to come together as a ministry, as a body of Christ to, to stop this. And uh, some of the ways you can get involved is there's actually a run and walk coming up. It's a 5K um, in Minnesota here. It's um, stopthetraffickingrun.org. Stopthetraffickingrun.org. This is where you can sign up for the race. The proceeds will go to organizations that are working to combat this issue And you can also donate additionally as well. Um, I know that Tim Tebow and some other uh, influencers are very passionate about this topic. So he's a great one to check out as well on just how you can get involved. They're raising money as well through their organization. And I think we are continuing to pray through as a ministry how we can get involved and how we can raise money or help in this just devastating issue that has been on our heart so strongly. And so I just wanted to share that. I It's really coming just from a place of a broken heart, and we're praying through what that looks like. But please be praying for this with us. Please be standing with us in this and for these children, for anyone caught up in this, Lord. Um, we just lift them up right now. Let's just pray right now. Lord, would you cover your children? We are all made in your image, Lord, and we are all valuable to you. And I just pray, Lord, that we could stop this together, that you would unite us as believers, as the body of Christ, Lord, to end this, to put an end to this, Lord, to raise awareness, to help people that are caught up in this, Lord, and to give whatever way you place on our hearts, whether that's financially or our resources or our time, Lord. Shift our hearts in this and move us for what breaks your heart, Lord. We love you and we thank you and we just pray for freedom for all of these individuals and for justice, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. So I know that's pretty heavy and I prayed through, do I, how do I share this, Lord? And I just felt I had to share just that right now at this time. And I know it's a, a tough topic, but I wanted to at least mention those things and let you know that as a ministry, we are praying through this. We are asking God, what can we do and how can we help? And that's where we're at right now. So please be praying for this. Please be praying for how we can get involved and how you can get involved if God is stirring your heart right now through the Holy Spirit.
All right. So we will be now diving into the second part of this identity series. I know last episode was focused on our identity not being tied to motherhood. So that what that really summed up was that our identity is not found in how we mother or how many kids we have or don't have or how we decide to school them, how we decide to feed them. The list goes on and on. And so at the end of the day, our identity is tied to being in Christ. And that is where our worth and identity comes from. And today, this one is very uh, close to my heart and something I've struggled through and walked through with God. And so I don't really want to talk about it, but I feel that he is really tugging on my heart to do that. So I've been ignoring it for some time. Today, we're going to be talking about our identity not being tied to our appearance. And I know this is a, is a battle, especially as a woman. Uh, for me, I'm talking from that place today. But really, how do we die of self in a selfie world? How do we not be consumed with this idea that your worth is tied to what you look like, what you wear, what you do? and those first impressions, but how do we root ourselves in our identity being in Christ, like we talked about last episode, and not in in what we look like? So I want to dive into my personal story. Uh, Please bear with me because this is really vulnerable for me, and it is still a place that God is walking me through and helping me overcome. So I don't want to um, act like I have all the answers because I definitely don't. It's something I'm working on continually with God. But um, as many of you may know, in past episodes, I shared some of my story with having uh, Bell's palsy after having my son, my first child, uh, my first son. And um, that's just uh, where your face um, has a a paralysis that happens. So the whole uh, right side of my face went, um, you know, it didn't function at all. And so... Um, going through that was extremely challenging, not only, you know, coming home with a newborn and not sleeping, but having to deal with um, just the healing of that. And I'm still healing from that today, day by day. Um, and it has changed my heart in many ways on how I view uh, myself in light of the gospel and how God sees me. And it's it's challenged me. It's been really hard walking through that when... Um, so much of the world and our society says you need to look this certain way. Beauty is defined by what you look like, um, the number on the scale or what clothes you wear or your appearance. And so I had a hard time walking through this um, when I have battled with body image issues. I've battled with um, putting my worth and what I look like and how I appear to others And so as I was faced with this, it really did change my heart and God used it for good. And I want to share a little bit about that. You know, how many times a day do we look in the mirror, right? How many hours do we spend getting ready for the day as moms? Maybe a lot less than when I was younger. Um, But how much money do we spend on clothes and makeup and, you know, items to make ourselves look better? And I'm just doing this as a challenge because this is for myself and, Um, You know, in scripture, there's a lot to say about this, and we'll get to that in a moment, but that's the reality of the world we live in is that we put so much emphasis on what we look like, and God sees the heart. 
And so that's what he taught me through this journey is that I love you not based on what you look like, not based on your appearance or what you do, but your heart. And that is so freeing and it's been setting me free day by day. And I want to share that truth today and a reminder of that truth if you need it that, you know, we... um, the world, I should say, puts such an emphasis on this platform or social media and, you know, putting yourself and building up yourself and making yourself look good from a gallery of self, you know, focused pictures or accomplishments. And, you know, we can give glory to God in those things, but what happens, you know, when we truly stop caring more about our heart than our appearance? What if we stopped caring so much about what we looked like on the outside, but focused on our hearts? And this comes from 1 Samuel 16, 7, where it says, the Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. People judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And wow, is that freeing today? It also says um, in Luke 16, 15, then he Jesus said to them, you like to appear righteous in public, but God knows your hearts. What this world honors is detestable in the sight of God. And this is talking about um, the religious um, deeds of the people where they were, you know, wanting to look righteous and do the right things, but yet their hearts were far from God. And it says, you like to appear righteous in public, but God knows your hearts What this world honors is detestable in the sight of God. And then it says in Matthew 5, 8, God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. And, you know, God reminds me and all of us that he is the only one who can make our hearts pure from all the corruption, from all the lies we believe about ourselves, believing that somehow our identity or our worth is tied to what we look like or what we achieve. And he sets our eyes back on Jesus and he leads us along the right path, but only if we allow him to change our hearts and to reframe our perspectives. And this has just been something that... um takes work, takes effort, and I'm working on myself, but um, really just opening our hearts to him and saying, Lord, cleanse my heart. Take out the weeds and the thorns and the not-so-pretty thoughts that I have in my heart. And it's a daily, daily thing that we work with through through him and with him. And I just want to praise God for that because I need it so, so much. And even um, sharing a little bit more about my stories, I um, even it through you know middle school, high school, college years before I found Christ, before I made Him the Lord of my life, I really struggled with um, obsessively working out, um, eating healthy to a point where it was all I would think about, all I would do is just oh I want to look better, I want to look better. But what I came to realize was and it, it was devastating that I'm never gonna get there. I'll never be enough. There'll always be someone who is, you know, more fit or whatever. It it just was an endless, endless search for me. And even after accepting Christ, I struggled with it and I'm, you know, breaking free from that. But it is 
so conditioned in our world today. My heart just breaks for young girls, for um, anyone who struggles with this issue um, of just feeling like they're never enough and they're not pretty enough or they're not accepted for ho- for who they are. And, and I want to just encourage those listening today that um, God sees and knows that this is hard. I mean, I think uh, the reason this has been so strong in my heart and why it kind of goes together with the trafficking is that um, it's all kind of tied around, you know, uh, people being sold. Um, and it's it's just so heartbreaking. And I just want to say that um, we're standing in prayer. We're, we're standing united. And let's, let's just strip off denomination. Let's strip off all of these things that divide us and say we're coming together in the name of Jesus to let people know that they are loved, that they are valuable. It does not have anything to do with what they look like. And I think that is the greatest thing we can pray for is that this whole topic um, comes down to being seen in the sight of God and that he sees our hearts above all else. So I feel like I'm going on a tangent, but it is all really tied together that when we place such a high emphasis on appearance, um, young girls, young boys, children are growing up thinking that this is important. This is where my worth comes from. I need to be approved by, you know, the way I look. And so I'm going to do certain things to feel loved and approved. And the answer is Jesus. And I, I had searched so long for that, not knowing that's what I was searching for and just feeling so consumed with it and realizing I'm never going to be enough. And when I heard the gospel, I thought he is enough for me. And so to end this this series um, on appearance is a tough one because it is one that is talked about and highly valued in this world. But to God, he doesn't look at our outward appearance. It says the Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. People judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. First Samuel sixteen seven, And I just want to share a little bit more about my battle with this as well. Um, you know, when I came home from the hospital and this was happening with my face, I obsessively would look in the mirror and um, kind of degrade myself thinking you're no longer beautiful. Um, and I just slumped my shoulders down and walked with my head to the ground thinking, I'm no longer beautiful. And God raised my chin up again. And he said, you are beautiful. Your heart is what I see. And my husband would say to me every night, Jessica, I know your heart is smiling and that's the most beautiful thing about you. And it was so hard for me to grasp that and to believe it in the midst of it all. Um, and I still have things that are healing with it that I notice and maybe others don't. But 
I have to remind myself every day that God looks at my heart. And I just say it over and over again until I believe it. <laughs> and it takes sometimes a lot of, you know, rehearsing that through my mind. But I want to say that to everyone listening today, the Lord doesn't see the things the way we see them. He looks at the heart. He doesn't judge us by our outward appearance. May that set us free today, especially us as moms. I know that after having children, this is a tough one because things don't look the way they used to, at least for me after having two C-sections. Um, things hang differently, and sorry for too much info here, uh, but it just things aren't the same. And I pray that for men and women, uh, that we would see people's hearts and that we would pray that we would be people that would affirm people for being made in the image of God and that he looks at their heart and he cares more about the inside of our cup than us washing the outside and making it all shiny and beautiful and saying, look, 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 yet our heart is far from him. And I can't think of the exact scripture at this time, but I know it's, it says similar that, you know, we, you know, are so concerned about the outward, but our hearts are far from God. Let us be blessed people whose hearts are pure because we will see God. Let us purify, let him purify our hearts. And so today let's just close in prayer. I know that's a lot to digest and. I pray right now, Lord, for everyone listening, that you would heal anything that needs to be healed in this area, Lord, of where we're finding our worth or our identity in our appearance or how we appear to other people, Lord. May you set us free in this, Lord. May we know that we are beautiful to you, that you see our hearts and you don't look at our outward appearance and judge us that way, Lord, the way the world does. May we find our worth in you alone, Jesus, that you loved us enough to send your son, Jesus, that the cross is the symbol of love, that anytime we doubt our, your love for us, may we be reminded of the cross, that you died for me and you died for the person listening right now, Lord because you loved us, that we were stuck in our sinful ways, our brokenness, but you sent your son while we were in that, Lord, not when we got over it, but in the midst of our brokenness, you sent Jesus. May we be reminded that it's nothing we do to earn it. We can't be beautiful enough. We can't be, you know, fit enough or whatever it is. It'll never be enough, Lord, but you are enough. Set us free today from this lie that our worth comes from our appearance or how we look, Lord. Help us seek your praise and please you alone and not please people. Don't look for the approval of others, but the approval of you, Jesus. Cover us with these truths and we just pray again for this issue of human trafficking. It breaks our hearts that there are children and women and men and... Those made in your image, Lord, being sold. Please set them free, Lord. Break this cycle of trafficking in Jesus' name and use us, use those listening to stop the trafficking, Lord. 
to be your hands and feet on this issue because we know it breaks your heart. And we know you see. You see every single person. Lord, we love you, and we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you guys all have a wonderful week. Happy Mother's Day again to you amazing moms out there. And if you're not a mom, let me remind you that God sees you, that your identity is in Christ alone. Whether you're a mom or not, God loves you, and he is for you. Talk to you soon, guys. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. The Coffee with Jesus podcast is brought to you by Bold Three Coffee, a Christian nonprofit ministry on a mission to empower others to be bold and reach every child in the world with God's word. You can learn more at bold3.org. Keep shining bright, friends, and we'll see you next time.